All right, my ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I am very excited for this episode, and I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself lately to make episodes like super long, or I shouldn't say long, but I've just been putting this pressure on myself to make all these episodes perfect when I know that they really don't need to be. That's kind of the whole goal of what I'm doing is to help everyone understand that like we're all going through the same things, doing the same things, and if that means having whatever the heck kind of brain I have, then so be it. Like that's why I do what I do and I shouldn't be so hard on myself because I'm not some eloquent, professional, profound speaker yet. You know, if I'm gonna get to that point in my life, I'll get there when I get there, but for now, we're here and we've made it this far. So I gotta stop being so dang hard on myself, let me tell you. But today's episode, I've mentioned that I want to do it before. We're talking about the female cycle, the hormone cycle, the menstrual cycle. I don't know whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it's professionally called, but you know what I'm talking about. Your period and then there's a bunch of different phases that a lot of people don't know about. And I recently kind of started watching videos about it, studying it, and it has made a huge impact in the way that I view my life and the different phases of my month. And It makes so much sense of why I feel certain things when I feel them and I've kind of done everything in my power and like slowly but surely I'm I'm adding in more little tips and tricks to make myself feel the best and use this cycle to my power instead of let it work against me. Because if you're giving yourself the proper nutrients that your body is asking for during certain times of month, you're going to feel better. You're going to help your cramps get cramps get better. You're going to be less irritable, less sad, everything in between. So what I really want to do here is kind of take you through the cycle and my tips and tricks in a way that is going to make sense to you. Because a lot of the first videos I watched used really big words and talked about a lot of things I didn't understand. And I know that that makes me less inclined to continue watching a video or to continue learning about a certain subject when I'm having a hard time comprehending it or grasping it. So I hope that I can make this as digestible as possible and just help you understand a little bit about what happens to your body. And if you're a guy who listens to the podcast, which I'm not sure there's many, if any, I really don't think there's any any single person, but if you are, this is very valuable information for, I don't know, if you have a girlfriend, a mom, a friend, a sister, like Just learning more about women. It's a cool thing to do. Just like I'm learning more about men all the time as well. You know what's really interesting to me? I heard this in a podcast. And I mean, I knew this before, but hearing the facts behind it is so interesting. This whole world is set up for men. Females have a 28-day menstrual hormonal cycle, whatever you want to call it. A male's is 24 hours. Our work days, our structure in society is completely created around men. The men are like the sun and a female is like the moon. You know, the moon phases are 28 days, the moon cycle. And, you know, the sun cycle is I'm awake and I'm asleep. You know, simple, simple, simple. But medications back in the day were also tested or created for the male body, which means like all the dosages and amounts of medicine that we take are created for a man. And it's just interesting to think about. We really do live in a male dominant society, but that's besides the point more power to the people. Cheers to making more knowledge known about women and the things that we have to go through because it is it is tough out here. And I'll tell you that. Taking it from the top, like I just said, 
the average female cycle lasts about 28 days. And as I tell you all these tips, I'm going to tell you what I feel because it's different for everyone. And the things that I feel in different times of the month might not be exactly what you feel. But I'm encouraging you to track your cycle. I've been using natural cycles lately just because it's it's a natural form of birth control once you have it set up properly but it takes your temperature every morning and you either have to take your own temperature or you have to have like an aura ring it can connect to um and i don't think it connects to an apple watch or anything like that yet but besides the point it tracks my cycle and you can log every single day the different things you're feeling if you're feeling extra irritable one day or if you have a migraine you log all those things and then over a few months you'll be able to see what is common for you what is happening every month and you'll be able to kind of keep track of all the different things that you're going to feel and you're going to know when they happen and it's very cool because you can kind of schedule your life around that and where I was going with that is that my cycle is really only 24 days I used to get my period every basically 20 days but it only lasts a couple days so it's it's got it's like a it's got its pros and cons So my cycle is about 24 days and I just want you to realize that understanding your cycle helps you plan out your life better. It keeps you protected, especially if you're someone who is sexually active, you know, it's, it's good to know when you're ovulating, when you could get pregnant and when you don't have to worry as much. Of course, always be careful, but it's cool to know and it's very helpful. It helps you feel comfort and like give yourself grace and compassion in the times of your phase that aren't so enjoyable it just kind of gives you this at least for me when I understand that my body is doing these things for a reason and it's part of what I'm supposed to be feeling it makes me feel better even though physically I might not be feeling good mentally it just helps me understand okay I'm human my body is doing these things and it's my body's superpower so I'm just gonna I'm gonna be with her and I'm gonna love her and I'm gonna cherish her extra when I feel like crap, instead of push myself to unfathomable points of where I break down and everything gets worse. Moving on. And it's empowering. End of story. Knowing this stuff is so valuable and I feel so cool. Like my poor boyfriend has had to sit through me talking about this damn female cycle so many times and thankfully he loves to learn about it. He asks all questions I love when I'm talking about something I'm interested in and then the person I'm talking to about it is like into it and ask questions and they're like I want to know more this is so interesting and I'm like heck yeah okay moving on I love to tell people about this because I think it's so freaking cool and I've been teaching my mom about it yada 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 let's get to the point your cycle starts when your period starts okay that is menstruation menstruation is when you are bleeding And that lasts about, depending on the person, for me, it's two, three days. Other people last six to seven days. It varies for everyone. And your menstruation cycle or your menstruation phase is within your follicular phase. And I call the follicular phase the best time of my life. These two weeks are basically the two weeks after your period. This is when, I'll get into the the depths of how you feel in each one in a second. So I'm going to leave that there. This lasts about depending on the person and how long their cycle is, I'd say one and a half weeks to like two and a half weeks. And at the end of your follicular phase, right after that comes ovulation. This is when your body wants to get pregnant, okay? This is when you release your egg. This is when your 
again, I'll get into what you feel in each section next. So moving on. After ovulation, this is my personal hell. You go into your luteal phase or your luteal phase. I'm not exactly sure how you say it. I'm going to keep calling it luteal phase. This is my torture week. I call it my shit week. I want to be around no one during this week. And this happens right after you ovulate up until you start your period again. And then the cycle restarts. And this happens every single month because we are little superhumans and I just think it's so cool. So starting out strong, menstruation. This is when you bleed. This is when people assume like you're the most irritable, you have the worst cramps, you're the most tired. And for a lot of people, yes, that is exactly what you're going to feel. This is when you're going to feel the most fatigue, your energy is going to be the lowest. Of course, you're going to be bleeding and you might experience cramps, migraines, whatever your normal period symptoms are. That being said, for me, I actually feel pretty good when I get my period because of how heavy and intense my luteal phase is. Like I struggle the most with my cramps and my migraines and my irritability right before I get my period. On my period, it's not so bad. And I think that I mostly just trick my mind into believing that because I'm just happy that my shit week is over and I get to go into my follicular phase. Um, When you're menstruating, gentle exercises, okay? Oh, you know what? I'm going to save those for the end. For now, I'm just explaining you what you're going to feel. I'm really bad at organizing how to talk about things in what order. But we're going to move on. Your menstruation is when you have the lowest amount of estrogen. And throughout your follicular phase, the amount of estrogen within your body slowly increases. And this is, you don't really have to know that. I'm not trying to teach you all the science. I'm not a scientist for a reason. But it's a fun little fact. Follicular phase. This is the best time. Ever. Your estrogen rises, your testosterone rises, so this is when you're going to be a little bit more um, wanting to get out there, get frisky. And as you move through these two weeks, throughout those two weeks, it gets more and more intense and you want to be friskier and friskier because your testosterone is rising, where you get to feel like a little, you feel like a dude, you know? And this is so interesting to me. Towards the end of your follicular phase, you're going to notice that your face physically becomes more symmetrical, and that is because your body is moving into mating mode. So it is doing everything in its power to make you look the best and feel the best. You are going to be more social. Your brain is going to work faster. You're going to be quick on your feet. This is when you just feel alive and this is when life feels the most enjoyable and you're ready to go and you're ready to take on the world and I just think it is the best time it's like summertime if you were to compare it to a a season it's summer right you're you're out there you're in a bikini you're jumping in the pool you're swimming you have so much energy you want to talk to people overall you're just ready to get out there during your follicular phase then we move into ovulation Ovulation, again, is when you release your egg. So your body is in full mating mode. I'm telling you, this is when you're going to want to be very, very, very frisky. This is the point where your testosterone is the highest and your estrogen is the highest. It's at its peak. This is when you are going to feel the most confident, okay? You are going to be on fire. And I look forward to these two days because I just feel so productive and I feel like I look good while I'm doing it and I feel so empowered and I just wish I could feel like this throughout the entire month but this is also when your body really wants a baby so 
while this is when you're going to be the most wanting to get frisky, you're going to be the horniest, you're going to like really want to be crazy, this is when your body is going to get pregnant. So this is when you need to be extremely careful. And I'm just sharing this because it's a very fun fact to learn. When you want to have the most sex is when you are the most likely to get pregnant, which is crazy why they do that. But that's how the body works. We are mammals. And it does make sense. Now, in the first couple days or first day of ovulation, whatever day you start ovulating, going to be the best day of your life. The best day of the month, at least. That's how I view it. Towards the end of it, like when you're getting to that last day, once you've kind of already released the egg and ovulation is ending, this is when you are going to start to feel some other things kick in. Like you might get a little bit irritable. The cramps might start to come. The migraines might start to come. For me, doesn't really happen during ovulation, but this is that transition period between ovulating and the luteal phase. When Once we move into the luteal phase, we're talking day 15 to 17 to your period, up until your period here. This is the worst. You are going to be rethinking your life. Your thoughts are going to be all over the place. Your brain scientifically fills up with more things and you're going to feel overwhelmed even if you have nothing really changing in your life and nothing to feel super overwhelmed about. You're going to be, and I'm sorry to scare you, and if you've never noticed this, once you become aware of yourself over the next month, you'll be like, oh shit, I can totally feel that I'm in my luteal phase because that's what happened for me. So it's a blessing and a curse to know this information because you just become more self-aware. You're not going to have motivation. You're going to, honestly, this is when my brain turns off the most and I find it the hardest to have social skills and I isolate. Honestly, I just don't really want to be around people and it's nothing personal to the people I usually want to be around. I just choose to be alone. During my luteal phase, there's enough voices going on inside my head. I don't need anyone else's opinion or advice on anything. I just need to be alone until it's over. So this is when your progesterone rises, which is another hormone I don't know too much about. It's kind of like my my best friend's mom calls it the pregnancy hormone. And Throughout the luteal phase is when your progesterone rises. So in the beginning, it might be okay emotionally, but the closer you get to the period, the worse it gets. That's why if you're someone who gets like super irritable some days or has really bad PMS, it's going to happen sometimes in the few days before your period. And that's when I face, I have a day of really bad lower back cramps. I have a day of really bad normal cramps and I have a migraine day. That's three days of my life lost to this hormone cycle. And I'm trying to work with it, not let it work against me but it takes time I still get really pissed when I have those days and you're also retaining a lot more water during your luteal phase so you're going to feel a little bit puffier a little bit more bloated and it's very interesting your increase of progesterone sometimes causes your blood sugar to drop which is why PMS happens and you get a little bit more irritable a little bit more angry and It's just very cool to know the science behind that. And then also your serotonin and your dopamine decrease when your blood sugar drops. And that's where all these extreme cravings come from. This is the time of your period or of your menstrual cycle where you are going to crave carbs. Not the good kind, not like sweet potatoes. You you want like chocolatey Nutella croissants to a level that is insane. And you have to have it. 
So speaking of that, let's move on to nutrition. Whoa, English. Nutrition. Nutrition is very, very, very important to pay attention to during every phase of your cycle, okay? You want your diet to supply the proper energy to make the hormones that you need to keep you balanced. Otherwise, if you're not properly giving yourself nutrients, your body is going to face unhealthy fluctuations and it's going to make all of your symptoms worse. So yes, you're always going to face cramps. There's always going to be a little bit of irritability, some migraines, but without properly giving yourself nutrients and giving your body the fuel that it deserves, you are going to make all of these symptoms worse. So not only are you going to be hungry, but you're going to feel like shit. And we have the power to take control of that. And and this is when I just want you guys to know that food is so important in your life and you deserve it and your body needs it. Your body is a superhuman. It's doing all of these things without you even asking it to. The least you can do is give it the food that it wants. So during your follicular phase, this is when your estrogen is rising. It is encouraged for you to eat pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, pomegranate, sprouted beans. I forget exactly which uh, nutrients these had that make them so essential, but just eat those things. And you definitely want to have a lot of healthy fats, okay, to regulate your leptin. I did a lot of research on leptin one day a couple months ago, and I don't remember anything about it, so I can't share, but... I do remember it being something very interesting, and if you want to take a few minutes today to look it up, could be cool. But it keeps you balanced. In healthy fats that I like to eat, I'm really big on avocado. I've been trying to incorporate at least half an avocado every day, and for the past week, I've felt really good. I think it helps keep me full. And you can also go in here with virgin olive oils, with coconut oils, with nuts, with seeds. I've been having like a couple handfuls of nuts every day at some point too, because Healthy fats react really well with my body and my brain. When I did my brain scan, it talked about how... Have I told you guys this before? Sometimes I get confused if I have conversations with you guys or with my best friend or with my boyfriend or with my mom. Those are really the only three people that I talk to, so I don't know. Anyways, if I didn't tell you, healthy fats are really good for my brain because I just need them. And during this time, your oxidative stress is high. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but this is when you really want to focus on eating your colors, your fruits, your vitamin Cs, get all the citrus, okay, and also eat sulfur-rich foods like broccoli and bok choy and green things, leafy greens, spinach, all that stuff. And a few other really important things you want to eat here are proteins like lentils. It also kind of emphasizes having gluten-free carbs here and I didn't really deep dive into why but I'm just sharing with you what I read oats quinoa go for the salmon go for the eggs these are all really important things to include during your follicular phase and obviously when I when I give you these nutrition tips it's not the end of the world if you don't strictly eat salmon broccoli and quinoa that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying if you can pick times in the month to eat these things do it then. And a lot of them overlap as well. I think the real moral of the story and the long story short here is these are all just really foods to incorporate into your diet when you can and to properly keep you feeling good and looking good and taking care of yourself. So the next one we have is ovulation. This is when your estrogen is high. So you want to eat liver detoxifying foods, which I found to be very interesting. I did not even know that liver detoxifying foods were a thing. 
but what I'm hearing is that I should be eating more of these kind of foods when I am drinking, you know? These include Brussels sprouts, kale, cabbage, cauliflower, and broccoli, probably some more things, but that's what I wrote down in my notes. And during ovulation, your appetite is often going to be more repressed. repressed. You're not going to be craving as much. You're not going to be as hungry. Your appetite might be a little bit smaller. You're more distracted. And I saw this in a video. I found it to be fascinating the way they explained it. Just like a mammal, during certain phases of your month, you are in feeding and foraging mode. So you are focused on taking care of others and feeding yourself and giving yourself all that extra love. And during ovulation, this is when you are in mating mode. Like you aren't thinking about anything except mating. I mean, maybe not literally, but your body. It's preparing to mate. It wants to mate and make a baby. And if you don't want it to do that, well, first be careful, but it just it's just so cool to notice and pay attention to. And I've also been trying to like, just with having a boyfriend in my life as of recently, I've been able to tell more when I'm feeling different things. I don't know how to explain it because around like Lisette and my parents, I don't really notice when anything in my attitude or my mood changes because I've already been around them for so many years of my life that they've seen all phases of me. And, and I don't know, I just don't really focus on my behavior. But having a new boyfriend, like having someone new in my life that I'm around a lot of the time, I notice my behavior shifts or like my mental shifts or the way that I'm thinking about things differently or feeling different things so much more. And I really don't know if that makes any sense, but it's been really cool for me because because of it, I'm learning more about myself and my cycle. Um, next up, we have the luteal phase. This is when... You want to eat foods that are going to support progesterone production. This is when you want to have zinc and magnesium. Magnesium is in nuts and seeds and beans and vitamin C, citrus, leafy greens, and especially here, vitamin B6. Okay, this is when you want salmon, bananas, walnuts, and pay attention more so to like all the different, are they vitamins or nutrients I'm saying? And then you can look up what foods contain zinc and you'll find a whole list and then I don't know just incorporate them and with increased progesterone this is when your blood sugar will drop or could drop and this is where your balanced meals are the most important okay this is when you are going to crave more food you're going to want more food and just constantly your body's going to want junk so if you're eating more balanced meals you're going to crave the sugar and the carbs the bad kind of carbs less so you're needing to incorporate a protein a fat a fiber all into your meal because it's going to help you feel less hungry and less craving of junk food you also burn more calories which i find to be very interesting during this phase because you're your heart rate is increased. Everything works a little bit faster within you and inside of you. And you just burn more calories. So you want to eat more. It all kind of makes sense. And what you want to do here is eat more and work out less. And this is going to help balance out your cortisol. So you're going to feel less stress. And you're going to feel all of these symptoms a little bit lighter. And if you're not properly taking care of yourself during this time of the month, like if you are depriving yourself of food or you're only eating sugar and junk, 
you are going to feel like absolute shit. And I say this from such personal experience. Like if I am not giving myself really, really delicious and meaningful food in this time of the week, all of my symptoms hit me 10 times harder like a truck. Just start to pay attention to it. And also, like I said earlier, your water retention is going to increase here. So eat more hydrating things. Have watermelon. Drink more juices. Eat more cucumbers. Drink triple, double the water that you normally do just because that's what the internet told me. And I promise I'm reading from reliable sources, but I don't exactly remember the reason why. Um, And like I said before too, since serotonin and dopamine, those are basically the happy chemicals in your brain, they decrease. That's why we're craving sugar and carbs because those release hits of dopamine and they release serotonin. But they're short-term fixes. They're going to make you feel worse in the long run. Yes, eat for the soul, okay? Eat your chocolate bar, eat the candy bar, but I'm saying don't only give that to yourself, okay? Mix that in with other things. This is where you want to load up on your complex carbs. I'm talking brown rice, sweet potato, grains, pastas, fiber-rich foods too. All of these things. Your body needs a little bit of everything during this cycle. This is when your nutrition becomes so crucial because it's going to affect how you feel so much. Next up during menstruation, I meant to start with this one, but for some reason I put it at the end of my notes. Your body is losing blood, okay? You're losing iron. You need to eat iron-rich foods. I'm talking grass-fed beef, beans, leafy greens, comfort food here. A lot of people feel like crap on their period, and again, I think the only reason I don't is because of my placebo effect that my shit week is over and everything's about to get really good. And honestly... It's a great way to look at getting my period. I recommend everyone thinks like that because I can't stress this enough. Once you start paying attention to your body and your cycle over the month, you're going to be mind blown at how much you learn about yourself and how much you realize happens consistently every month. And then you can test in here and there. What can I, what tip and trick can I try this month to see if it makes me feel better? Get a journal, honestly, and write how you feel every single day. Log it. Okay. Log your cramps, your migraines your energy levels. It's so addicting and it's so good for you to do too. We love being aware. Back to the point. You also want to heavily focus on vitamin B during menstruation, which comes back to your nuts, your seeds, your eggs, and dark chocolate. And then zinc, throw in some peanut butter, okay? And mega fatty acids here. This is when you really, really want to eat those healthy fats, avocados, fish, hemp, sesame, sunflower seeds. Eating more healthy fats, and this is not just during menstruation, this is overall, is going to help lower inflammation, it's going to help you feel less puffy, less bloated, and it's going to boost your overall mood, which I just find to be so cool. I eat half an avocado every single day just to feel happiness. That's not true, but you get the point. All right, next up, I'm going to tell you movement and mindset tips and tricks to do in each of these phases, because the way that we take care of our body And our mind should look different in every phase because our body is doing different things, right? This is also going to help you feel better. It's going to help you build a better relationship with your mind and your body. And with a healthy relationship with the mind and the body, you're unstoppable, okay? And you feel powerful. So starting with menstruation, this is when self-care is so important. It is going to help lower... Your cortisol, again, help you feel less stressed, and it's going to balance your hormones. This is when I want you to sleep in, 
and journal and reflect. And honestly, none of that. Because when I'm on my period, I don't really do any of that. I kind of do that in my luteal phase. On my period, again, it's only a couple days. I just kind of like take care of my body in the sense that I do whatever she wants. When my body is doing her thing, releasing, like taking, what am I saying? When my uterus is shedding its lining, whatever the heck it's doing, I'm like all power to you, queen. Whatever you want, I got you and I'm going to do it for you and I'm going to take care of you. So I don't have too much on menstruation written down. Let's go to follicular phase. This is when your body is in the season of spring. Well, yeah, the season of spring and then ovulation is when it feels like you're in summer. Your energy is high, okay? I want you trying new things. I want you doing cardio, doing HIIT workouts, going for a run, doing spinning, go hiking. Your focus is heavily increased during your follicular phase. From day one to day 10 to 15-ish, depending on how and who you are, you are increasingly going to be getting more focused. Your brain is going to be getting sharper. This is when I want you starting new projects. I want you making new bucket lists. Start problem solving, meal plan, meal prep. Do the things that take up the most energy in this time. This is when, if I'm in my follicular phase, I'm going grocery shopping and I'm getting everything that I need for at least the next couple weeks and I'm cutting up all my fruit and I'm putting it all where in the fridge that it's easy to get to when I don't have as much energy. This is when I'm vacuuming my floors, I'm folding my laundry, I'm organizing my clothes, I'm lifting heavy things and moving them throughout the house. This is when I'm doing the things I know I'm not going to want to do two weeks from now. Step out of your comfort zone, okay? This is when I want you going on dates if you're looking to do that and meeting new friends and doing solo things and talking to strangers in line. This is a very powerful time in your month and you should use it to your advantage and you should work with it. If you're going to be quick on your feet, take control of it and be quick on your feet and go do the things that you want to do. This is the time to do it. Your brain, here's how I see it. If I'm going to throw myself out of my comfort zone, let's use public speaking, for example, if you're going to have to throw me on stage to give a TED Talk, and you do that to me during my luteal phase, game over, I'm having a breakdown. If you do that to me during my follicular phase, yes, I'm still gonna have a panic attack, but my brain physically, scientifically is quicker. It's ready to go. It's going to move faster and I'm more likely to pull some really great speech out of my ass during that time in my month versus my luteal phase. Fascinating, right? Step out of your comfort zone. Go talk to your boss. Go ask for that raise. Plan that trip. Like really sit down and plan it because I promise you you're not going to want to do that during your luteal phase. Let's talk ovulation, okay? Your energy is even higher. I want you to go try a new workout class here. I want you pushing yourself to the limits when it comes to physically taking care of your body. Go PR. Go lift as much weight as you possibly can. This is when I want you going out on the town. If you're looking to meet people, this is when you are going to feel the most confident. You are going to feel like a hot slab of sexy, which you should feel like all the time because you are, but I know that that's not how we feel all of the time. This is when you're getting out there, okay? This is when you are talking to your crush 
and you are you are chatting it up because I promise you conversation is going to come so much easier to you. You're just going to have all these things to talk about. You're going to have no idea why, but it's because your body and your brain want that person to put a baby in you. And I say that so dramatically because quite literally that's what it wants to do. But besides the point, this is when during ovulation, I think is when you should go have the most fun and you should prioritize being a child in the sense of like no responsibilities, nothing else to think about, but taking care of yourself and your joy and your happiness. Like soak in these two days of pure bliss because honestly, that's what they feel like. You're just ready to take on the world. So do all that during your ovulation. Next up, Miss Luteal Face. Freaking, ugh, when I tell you guys, I get hit by this phase like a truck. You know the end of Mean Girls when Regina gets hit by the bus? That's exactly what it feels like. And I know exactly when it's happening too. And that's why I'm so grateful when it ends. Like the day I wake up and get my period, I'm the happiest girl on the planet. One, because I made it another month without a baby. Two, because everything's about to get really good for the next couple weeks. And if you can't tell by my energy, I'm on my period right now. Which means I don't have to deal with my shit week for another... Two weeks. Love that for me. This is where your brain is hyper aware of the details. You really are going to rethink a lot of things in your life. You are going to rethink your friendships, your relationships, your career. You are going to compare more. You are going to judge yourself more. And I really don't want to scare you. I'm just warning you. You are going to be the hardest on yourself. You are going to absolutely hate what you see in the mirror and anyone who tries to hype you up or make you feel better uh you're gonna want to punch him in the face okay if you are someone in a relationship I like to warn my boyfriend when I'm in this phase because I'm not that nice like I'm just kind of a bitch and I I'm not proud to say it but I know it's happening and I know why it's happening it's my hormones um so yeah this is when it's probably best to just let me do my thing and leave me alone and then get back to me in the next business week. This is when my mom knows not to talk to me about work. Mother, if she talks to me about work during this time, oh, it is game over. I am crying for no reason during this time. I am just an emotional wreck. Like I feel as though my life is falling apart in every single sense. Now, you're probably like Lexi, Okay, how do we make that not as strong and powerful? And how do we get through that without driving ourselves insane? This is when I want you going on long walks. I want you doing yoga. I want you stretching. And I want you, more than anything, to be reflecting. This is when I want you in that journal. And I want you, all the things that you're overthinking and you're stressing yourself out about, like... My first luteal phase, when I started dating Gabe, I had this whole moment of, oh my God, do I even want a boyfriend? Am I ready for this relationship? Is he the right person for me? I sat there and I journaled. And I wrote down all these things. I I don't know if I was in my notes or if I was in my journal, but I just was like, this is why I'm not ready for a boyfriend. And I looked through that list and I really evaluated it and I, I deconstructed it. And I was like, okay, Lexi, all of these reasons are just personal reasons they're they're because you're scared of letting someone fully into your life and completely into your life they have nothing to do with him 
he crosses off everything on my checklist that I ever could have wanted in someone. And our relationship is beautiful and it's special. And when I looked at that list and I, I connected those dots, it has brought me so much more peace of mind in every time I have any of those scary thoughts, like, am I ready for this? I know that I am. And I know that it's just me stopping myself and closing off my heart, not him doing something that makes me not want to be in a relationship, if that makes sense. And on the opposite side of that, if you are in a long-term relationship or any relationship and you do this reflection and you make this list of what's bothering you and why you're thinking this isn't a right fit, you could also learn the opposite. You could realize like, oh, this isn't just my thoughts being crazy. They, this person actually isn't for me. And this is just a very cool time to reflect on your life, but you have to journal to do so. And without that, you are just going to simply sit there and keep thinking all of the thoughts and you are going to have no explanation for them and they are going to keep lingering and lingering and you don't want that. I promise you, you do not want that. Um, This is when finish all those small tasks you've been avoiding. They're going to feel like really big tasks and that's just kind of how it goes. For me, during my follicular phase or when I'm ovulating, cleaning out my car is nothing. It's a 10 minute fun little task. I can throw that into a day full of productivity. When I'm in my luteal phase, cleaning out my car is the act of productivity. That is the day's event. And it's just like that sometimes. And rest during this time. Give yourself the time to sleep in and to go to bed early and to watch shows and and do mindless little things too. Your body deserves it, okay? It is doing all of these things. It is either one, making a baby right now, or two, releasing like an egg. Like you are, you are a super human. You are a superhero. So give yourself some credit, seriously. And this is a time to do so. This is when I like to online shop. I like to in-person shop. Hit a nice little trip to Target. You can feel productive getting your groceries, but also it's Target. That's self-care. Um, and yeah, just really take care of yourself during this time. And also this is interesting little note that I wrote, progesterone stimulates the GABA receptor in the brain, which helps us feel relaxed and calm. So if your body is properly producing progesterone, you're going to feel calm. But if it's having a hard time producing it and you're producing not that much of it, you're going to have even more anxiety and irritability. So I recommend eating progesterone. I wrote it down somewhere. Give me one second. Where did I write it? Just you want to eat the foods that are going to support the progesterone production, which again includes zinc, magnesium, vitamin C, and vitamin B6. And this might help a little bit with your irritability and with your anxiety. But again, I want you to know that everyone's cycle is different. I just wanted to give you this episode because I just think all of these pieces of information are so beneficial and... They help you understand why you are the way that you are and having that awareness of you is a very cool thing and I think it gives you so much more power in your life and of your life. So yeah, that's kind of what I got for you and I hope that that was educational for you or that you learned like a little something something because I think that you're going to love it. You're going to love noticing these things about yourself because I certainly have and it's cool. So I'm going to leave it at that. And if you want me to talk about this even more or like go more in depth on anything or any certain cycle or different things that I feel, 
ask me questions, okay? I'm happy to answer them to the best of my ability. Again, I'm no professional, but I will tell you I got all this information from credible sources. I learned a couple things in high school. You know, I made sure I'm reading articles that aren't .com. I'm going .edu, .gov, and I'm deep reading in there. And then I'm, I'm reading some other fun articles just to learn other things, but that's what I got. I love you guys so very much. I hope you enjoyed this, and I will talk to you next Monday. Let me know in my DMs what other topics you want me to talk about, and happy to do so. Okay, bye. <laughs>